something important. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. <laughs> you think I'm fucking with you? I am not fucking with you. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Your name's Levine? Yeah. You call yourself a salesman, you son of a bitch? I don't gotta listen to this shit. You certainly don't, pal. Because the good news is you're fired. The bad news is you've got all you've got just one week to regain your job, starting with tonight. Starting with tonight's sit. Oh. Have I got your attention now? Good. We're back again. We're back. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to episode 25 <laughs> of Y'all Real Good. <laughs> the second ever video broadcast mm-hmm. on the YouTubes. The deuce. Mm-hmm. We're figuring shit out. <laughs> we just did a dry run of about ten minutes, and yeah. then we weren't even Oopsies. recording, so we're back. But um, you know, considering how many episodes we've had, that's the first time that's, that's fir- happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think. I'm pretty sure you're right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Good news. Again, there we... was one time where one of ours didn't get uploaded to the drive, and I was like, "Oh shit!" You were like freaking out. It didn't work. <laughs> it I was didn't like, work. No, 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 it, it did. It did. But anyway, not so bad. This is yeah, real good. My name is John. I'm Ellen. I'm Chris. What we do on this little program, uh, we take a movie every week. We grab an actor, director, producer, something from that movie. We roll it into the next week. Each one of us gets to pick. It's circular, round, circular, around, round. like a, up and like, down, up and like, down. A, like a carousel. Like a carousel. I was going to say, like a cookie. In. But... We put yeah. the quarter in. Yeah, it's round, it goes up like and a, down and around. And circular. around. All good things. Is that, this from something? Yeah. Yes, oh, okay. What is, is it from? It's from Happy Gilmore. Oh. So it's something we do. Uh, we, we enjoy doing it. We hope you enjoy listening to it. Last week's pick was Malice from 1993. That was mm-hmm. Ellen, a.k.a. The Girl. Yes. For those of you who are just joining us. Uh, <laughs> and not doing that shit again. <laughs> from Malice, uh-huh. Chris, we took you. We used Alec Baldwin from Malice. Uh, I went off his kind of monologuing scene from that, which was fantastic. Absolutely. And it reminded me of another monologue he did in Glengarry Glenn Ross. So that was the movie we watched. Mm-hmm. Tell uh, us a little bit about Glengarry Glenn Ross. All right. I'm going to... This is this is mostly from Wikipedia. We both made it through that, and we said it properly, so I'm very proud of both of us. Yeah. Wasn't a lot of stumbling, because <laughs> yeah. I really hate saying that title of that movie. Because Glengarry, a lot Glenn of people Ross. say Glengarry. Oh. Because yeah. you try to say it faster. And it's just, yeah. 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 Sure. Anywho. Anywho. The ar- arsonist had oddly shaped feet. <laughs> Uh, so, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, uh-huh. uh, it's a film that depicts two days in the lives of four real estate salesmen who are supplied with leads, the names and phone numbers of prospective investors, and they use deceitful and dubious sales tactics. Uh, many of the leads rationed out by the office manager, John Williamson, played by Kevin Spacey, lack either the money or the desire to invest in land. Uh, the firm sends Blake, Alec Baldwin, one of its top salesmen to motivate the team, uh, motivate. Uh, in a torrent of verbal abuse, he gives them all notice of termination and tells them that only the top two deal closers of the month uh, will get to keep their jobs and gain access to promising leads for the new Glengarry Highlands development. You see where the title comes from? Mm-hmm. Uh, Shelly, the machine Levine, uh, Jack Lemon, uh, is played by Jack Lemon, uh, is a once successful salesman in a long running slump. Uh, desperate to make some sales and to keep his job because he's a daughter in the hospital, Levine tries to persuade Williamson to give him some of the Glengarry leads early. Uh, Levine tries to first charm Williamson, then threaten him, and then finally bribes him. Uh, Williamson is willing to accept the, accept the money, uh, but demands cash up front, which Levine does not have. Uh, meanwhile, we meet uh, Dave Moss and George Aronow, played by Ed Harris and Alan Arkin, uh, respectively. They're complaining about the firm's management, and Moss proposes that they strike back by stealing all the Glengarry leads and selling them to a competing agency run by an old friend of Moss's, uh, Jerry Graff. Moss's plan requires Aronow to break into the office, stage a burglary, and steal all the prime leads. Aronow now wants no part of the plan, but Moss tries to coerce him, saying that Aronow is now already an accessory before the fact, simply because he knows about the burglary. Uh, while all this is happening, we cut to Richard Roma, played by Al Pacino, 
uh, the office's top salesman, trying to close a deal uh, with James Link, played by Sir Jonathan Price. Uh, he's framing it as an opportunity rather than a purchase. Roma plays on Link's feelings of insecurity and intoxication. Uh, finally succeeds and closes the deal with Link and his wife. The next day, we get to meet the salespeople as they come into the office and they learn that there's been a burglary. All the Glengarry leads have been stolen. Williamson reassures Roma that his contract with Link was not stolen, and then the police question each of the salespeople in private. After his interrogation, uh, Moss is pissed and has one last shouting match with Roma on his way out. Link uh, arrives to the office and demands his down payment back from Roma uh, under the three-day cooling-off period. His wife objected to the deal, and he wants to get his money back. <sighs> it's, it's a great movie, I swear. Uh, Roma... <laughs> <laughs> Roma tries several uh, tactics to stall and confuse Link, but is interrupted by the police detective who wants to question him. Uh, he continues to lie to Link, uh, telling him that his check has not been cashed and there's still time to change his wife's mind. Williamson comes in and, unaware of the tactic he's using, he contradicts him, saying the check was already been cashed. This causes Link to rush out of the office pissed. Roma then cusses out and berates Williamson for interfering, and then he goes in to talk to the cops. Uh, Levine, seeing all this and very proud of his, his massive sale he made that morning, takes the opportunity to mock Williamson in private. In his zeal to humiliate Williamson, he actually mentions that Williamson lied about cashing the check. Williamson realizes that Levine must have been the one that broke in and saw the sale on his desk, so he knows he's the one that stole it. So he threatens to inform the police if he doesn't return the leads. Levine admits that he sold, stole the leads and sold them to the competitor, Jerry Graff, and split the money with Moss. Uh, Levine attempts to bribe Williamson with a share of the sales that he had that morning that he was really happy about, but Williamson laughs at him and says, If it wasn't a sale, the latest buyers were a notorious deadbeat couple who have no money and were merely enjoying talking to his salesman. Levine, crushed by this revelation, asks Williamson why he seeks to ruin him. Williamson coldly responds, Because I don't like you. <laughs> uh, he pleads for a sick daughter and his job. Williamson rebuffs him and goes and tells the detective. Uh, meanwhile, Roma emerges from the room from the detective, uh, unaware of the exchange, compliments Levine on his sale and suggests that they partner up uh, secretly. Uh, so Levine goes into to talk to the cop, looks back wistfully at Roma, and Roma's already back doing his sales work. The end. Yep. The end. <clears throat> I need to adjust this. Sorry if you're watching on YouTube. I'm scrolling. You said Sir Jonathan Price. Mm -hmm. I didn't and, know it was Sir either. No, and I, like, I didn't, uh... I, I like because I kept you know I was having my Buffalo Bills like oh, during this movie where <laughs> yep. I was like who the fuck like where do I know this guy from <laughs> yeah and then this morning after Molly got on the bus I walked over to my mom's place to have some coffee and I was like oh we got to go record Glenn Gary Glenn Ross <laughs> um, and we started watching it I was like I'm just gonna watch the first 20 minutes and then I'm gonna bounce and she my mother hi Denise was like. Oh, wait. <laughs> isn't, isn't that the guy from, and I can't for the life of me remember the movie she said he was in. And I was just like, I don't fucking know. Like, I, I, honestly, Mom, like, I I know who he is, and I know I've seen him in a bunch of things. But I... I, I, I literally have never seen him before in my life. He's uh, in the Pirates of the Car Caribbean. Yeah, he's in the Pirates of the Caribbean. He's also in uh, Game he of in Thrones. Pirates? He's the... Uh, dad. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, is like, he? Yeah. Oh, he is. Yes. Oh. He's also in 007 Goldeneye. Yeah, he was in. Uh, right. I said that not too. Not the video game, like, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah not the yeah, video yeah, game. Yeah, not the video game. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, so, what do we think of the movie? It. I. It was good. It wasn't as good as I remember it being, but the acting was fucking stellar. So I. So Chris liked it. I'll be in the middle. Goo, you sit in the middle. It. it wasn't the worst movie i've ever seen no. it wasn't great like it was fine i didn't hate it as much as i thought i was going to but i don't ever need to see it again i think some plays are better left <laughs> being plays <laughs> sure um i yeah you hated it i fucking hated it you hated it because you told me how much you hated it the acting was good the mm -hmm. writing was good mm -hmm. for a play mm -hmm. <laughs> then, and Chris, I'm sorry if I'm sucking on your titty here, but the, the play was written by what, Mamet. David Mamet. Yep. And the movie was also written by David Mamet. The only thing he changed was he added Alec Baldwin and that scene into the movie from the play. That scene doesn't even exist in the play. It doesn't, oh. no. The, the only other one that does, too, is uh, when he goes to the guy's house, uh, um, Lemons, Jack Lemons' character goes to the guy's house and does the sit with him. That's the only thing that was also not in the play, too. Oh, okay. But that is 
the best. I mean, Alec Baldwin's scene, hands down, mm-hmm. best scene in the movie. Although, yeah. So we said this in the first go at this episode that sure. we weren't recording. <laughs> we <have to> go. <laughs> right. A couple of us work in sales. Yes. Yes. If I was at a me, if I was going in from to my work day and Alec Baldwin got up and started doing yeah. that, I probably would have either cried. <laughs> or just like I would have just got up and left. I'd have been like, "Whatever money I'm making is not worth it. Both. Absolutely not." But you, you would have got you would have got up, started crying, and just I'd walked probably. out. Probably, I would have been fired up because I would have been the guy not at the meeting. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> like, you would have been Al Pacino, and I would have been, been like, "Where the fuck is John?" Yeah. Like oh he's uh, the, don't worry just start it without he, him. He's number one. <laughs> don't nobody cares about him. And I'd be well, let's see who would I be. Let's. And I, <laughs> I'd probably be a Jack Lemon where like, the sales don't count. You, Ellen and I, like we are, we do both do sales. I mm-hmm. don't consider either of us salespeople, which I is would, why, like, mm, I mean, rather die than be considered a salesperson. Yeah, and and same. And I think that's why I like I am successful at it, and we are lead, we lead regularly. Because are we not both successful at it? We are both successful Thank at you. it. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like we are because. We're, we're not salespeople because we're people. People, yeah, we're you're, people. You're people walk in, and I'm like, service. "Hey, what the fuck do you want?" <laughs> and then they tell me what they want, and then and I like, sell it to options. them, and yeah. then they get out the fucking door, and right. then I take the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Whereas this was all shady. This was all dashboard. <laughs> Th- but this nobody is... will understand. <laughs> yeah, nobody will. About three, like three people. Will. Yeah, I don't understand why they're still working there. No, I don't Like, either. why don't you just leave? Like, if you're not making sales, like Al Pacino, sure, I get why he's there because he's top right. of the board. He's making money, presumably. Presumably. But the others aren't making any sales. Yeah. Well, like, so why are guys, you here? What, like, they asked about the bottom Target. loss was at like 7500 on the month. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? You're selling In real, real estate. Real estate. Right. What did you sell? Did you that sell was a shed? <laughs> I mean,. I know they're, well, they're selling. They're selling plots of land so in like, Arizona, it, right? Yeah. Was was it like a a, a one square foot that he sold? <laughs> one like single what? square? <laughs> yeah, because e- like even like F- Jack Lemon, who I simple like I love, like you know, always grumpy old man. Yep. One of my faves, you know, like anybody from Minnesota who doesn't like grumpy old men just just doesn't exist. They're wrong. I, I've, no, I've never seen it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just a great movie, and I, like I will always look at him as John Gustafson, the pervert. like it's it's it was so weird seeing him in a different old man role because i know he took like a lot of his bigger hits are from the 50s and 60s right and then seeing him as this like miserable old piece of shit but he's not ice fishing it was just really fucking weird for me this is like the prequel to grumpy old man this is what made him become this old man who hates everybody and hates life in the middle of fucking the winter yeah that's uh, seventy five hundred dollars is now sixteen thousand dollars. Still, that's still still, still, still average. Yeah, but, no. but just I don't know. Yeah, it just kind of helps put it into perspective a little right. bit. Because if you think seventy five hundred dollars now, you're like that's nothing. Okay, because well, this takes place if, in I mean ninety two ninety two. So if right. you, if you're doing that and you still have it up, uh, uh, when was Alec Baldwin's eighty thousand dollar BMW? How much oh, yeah. Well, let's see. <laughs> yeah. His scene, too, like where some of the things he says, and like me, I'm not much. I'm not, you know, I'm whatever, but I'm like, that's not that impressive. 172000 yeah. like, So, yeah, that car was $172,000. Or now, nowadays, now it would be a car. Now it would be, no. yeah, with, with 132,000 miles on it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like in Facebook Marketplace, the, the, the amount people are selling cars for. Oh, it's yeah. It's fucking insane. Yeah. But that. I mean, we don't need to get into the the coffees for closers scene because you listen to it if you were listening to the podcast on the radio. <laughs> right. Also, but, everybody's seen. I've seen that scene. It, yeah. They showed that at work. That sounds about way right. back when before really? you were. Yeah, if way back when. If you were even when, in any kind of sales, I'm sure you've seen at least that. parts but of this scene. And it we're makes at, me angry. We're Ed Harris is like, "What's your name?" He's like, "Fuck you." Fuck that's, you that's my, my name. <laughs> I have that, <laughs> that written down. Actually, <laughs> like that, that. Yeah, that was a good good part. Fuck you. That's my. There was some actually pretty good lines in this movie yeah. my my favorite one was when uh jack lemon was talking to al pacino and he was telling him about his sale that he closed <laughs> and he was going through the whole thing and he said something about cake it was, it was the cake store yeah. coffee cake and well and he goes yes. he goes oh oh, oh store what kind was it or you know whatever yeah. and he goes it was store-bought oh fuck her store-bought cake store-bought coffee cake mm-hmm. 
Uh, well, let's see, what did I write in my dream journal brought to you by Ergo Mo- Motion? Uh, so the, the, the whole movie, it's fucking raining, which is yeah. just sad. Uh, that, uh, that that's a sheet Wh- whipping out the first titty here. First titty, and uh, I knew it was going to be a titty. Big titty just, or little titty? Oh, it's it's a big titty. Because, is it? Oh, well, it was on my mind, and I was like, I know this is going to be a titty. Like it'll so, give you a black eye titty, or like it'll no, just, it's, it's, it's it's not that. Like, it's not, it, it, it's not it, gonna say, stop traffic, but no, oh, it's, it's gonna turn a few heads. Oh, okay, sure. The, so the budget for this movie was pretty small. The single largest cost was making the rain the rain i saw that and yeah, i was like oh there's no way we're not talking about that it's yeah. funny that the biggest cost was water right so well so <laughs> i uh, mean i know there's it's yeah. a whole thing Fake rain. it's because originally it was set in chicago and it's supposed to be winter so that's why all people want to invite the salespeople in like you know the cold yeah. get out of this it's like well we can't fucking do that we're not shooting in the winter and it's in technically new york so what are we gonna do just rain. make it fucking rain yeah, yeah. just make sense. it rain literally yeah. the entire movie and just have him just like we only need to film on two locations and like a restaurant across the street yep. and then the office building mm-hmm. then a fake house. Uh, I wrote, remember pay phones? <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually. No, that's the thing. Like, like half the movie is Jack Lemon, like calling people on the pay phone and putting quarters in and it just <laughs> made me think. I thought they had to like, had to have the landlines. Like I need a phone. I need a phone. Yeah. Like that. It's like, don't you have oh yeah you don't just fucking have one on you at all times like right. th- yeah like uh, like uh, like later on in the show when we get to reboot it's like how are we going to reboot this because literally like it would just be like sending texts yeah. and oh right like, yeah sending an email that you don't they even just need to be in the office immediately yeah. yeah yeah fuck you that's my name right um, <laughs> it's all it's, it's all remote he's on a zoom meeting yeah, just just yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's less intimidating when he has to fucking ball also, up the brass balls on a camera also selling real estate nowadays is way easier than it was apparently then because i've got yeah. this plot of, like i got an acre of land in arizona for you and it's seventeen thousand dollars. yeah i'll take three yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, i'll pay cash like, like they're all ringing the bell in the office that day mm-hmm. uh you guys watch this on hulu yeah with or without ads without without fuck why? You watched it with ads? The Hulu I have is with ads, yeah. Uh, I also oh. thought, didn't you say just do a new like seven-day subscription and but use I, it for free? Well, there's a do whole you- side sad story that like we can get into about why I don't have a different Hulu and why they won't let me get into it. Do you want my login? Yes, okay. more than anything in the world. Okay. That's the great thing about Hulu. Because it's not like Netflix where Hulu, you can fucking share passwords. Hulu, I had my own account at one time, and mm-hmm. then I switched to a different account, mm-hmm. and then I can't start a new account with my same email address, so I get to be painfully reminded of something every time I have to re-log into Hulu. Hulu. Mm-hmm. I'll but give you my login. Is it, is, do you have HBO? I do have HBO. Like my mom and all of them are on there. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk, talk later. We'll talk. I'll put it on one of my TVs. <laughs> okay. Because one of my things was... Because then if the movie's on, then it's for work. Yeah. yeah. One of my things uh, that I wrote was, what commercials were you guys getting while you were <laughs> while you were watching? What were you getting? Every single commercial break mm-hmm. was for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> and it's like, why did I tell Hulu my birthday? <laughs> like, every single break. So then I was curious, which what? is why I went, when I went over to my mom's this morning... Oh, you wanted like, to put it on? I, I was like, yeah, let's watch this mm. with, with ads, because I want to see what's directed what at her. Ads uh-huh. like, yeah. what, what did she, I get, did she get Life Alert? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Damn. Sorry. No, <laughs> it, was, it was like, mom, my, my, mom, my mother's young. Uh, a young ish. 65. She's a young 65. Mm-hmm. Uh, but So she was getting like daytime medicine oh, sure. commercials. But mm-hmm. no, me watching it in my bedroom at 10 p.m. ED. Every three minutes, it's like, hey. Three minutes? Have you tried hymns yet? Wait. Because it's good for hair loss and soft penises and everything. I'm just like, hey, I'm I'm all right, Hulu. Well, you don't have hair, but. I well, well, yeah. take the head off. Yeah, yeah uh, all right, hymns. Send me some of that for free if you want to sponsor us. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take their sponsor. Um, was it the same commercial every episode oh, or no. every break no no no. They, they they've got like a three or four in their oh, okay, rotation they ro- okay yeah, yeah like you're bald <laughs> yeah but uh how's everything going on down there for you <laughs> it's like jesus christ i can't skip these either <laughs> <laughs> so uh chris do you have some stuff <laughs> i see you have a long yeah give us some, uh google this, doc yes. stuff so again, I was just going to try to do so some of the background of the film. So we already talked about that it was a play. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Which makes a lot of sense when you watch it. Right. So there's actually a thing called Mammoth Speak where he's known for having the, the, the way it's written and the way they do it and everything else like that. But uh, so originally the the film was critically acclaimed when it came out, um, considered one of the best films of the 90s. Uh, the world premiere was held at the 49th Annual Venice Film Festival. Uh, Jack Lemon was awarded the Volpe Cup for Best Actor. For this movie, Al Pacino was nominated for Academy Award and a Golden Globe for Best Supporting. Uh, but for his a box office failure, uh, he grossed $10.7 million uh, on a 12.5 budget. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, but it has become a cult classic. I For salespeople, mostly. mostly. I yeah. bet they would have had more success in the box office if they didn't name it Glen Gary Glen Ross. Probably. Yeah. That, that is the also, first thing I wrote. I, also, I was, also think some people were playing off of the play. It's the same name. So back then, you would have known the play name. So it would have kind of gone that way. But do a lot of people see plays? Some people. Some people. I, I enjoy going Have to you the ever theater. seen Hamlet? No. No. Okay. Hamilton. No. But you've heard of them, yes? Yeah. So if somebody came up with a movie. I would be have, like, ooh, I should see that. No, but you would have known it by the name. Well, yeah, but that's Hamilton, though. It's not Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. <laughs> it's no Hamlet, too. Right. Oh, I know. <laughs> we have, we, we got to find a way to get to that one. No. I'll get us. I, I bet yeah. I can get us there in two weeks. Probably. <laughs> uh, so the the play first came out in 83. So, again, it's not that far away. It, was, it, it got notoriety. It won a Pulitzer Prize in 84. It made its American debut in Chicago, which is where it was set in originally. Uh, when he talked to producers, I'm going to skim through this since there's a fuck ton here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they talked to producers, uh, Mamet originally wanted $500,000 for the film rights and another $500,000 for the screenplay. So he wanted $1 million just for those. Wow. So the, the producer was like, yeah, sure. You know, we can do that. So we'll, we'll do it. Um, we'll just cut a deal with the cable company to bankroll the production. Because of the uncompromising subject matter and abrasive language, mm. no single major studio wanted to finance it at all. Makes sense. So they got financing uh, from uh, cable and video companies. I think it was like eight of them. A German television station, an Australian cinema chain, several hmm. banks, and New Line Cinema across four years. That's why the opening credits were so fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, it makes sense. Like it was the, a lot. Like black lettering with light blue outlines and yeah. like. Well, it had the train go behind it though, so oh. it was super cool. <laughs> that oh, was actually yeah. one of the titties that I didn't add because the, I think so, one of the, either the producer or the director loved the opening credits. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I. It wasn't just plain black and white. I'm like, no shit, but you can do different than just a fucking train going behind lettering. Yeah, it's for the uh, time though, maybe uh, oh. for the time. Ninety uh, two. I mean. The payphone thing. I, uh, so when I worked, when I first moved to Des Moines in 2005, I worked for the Hotel Fort Des Moines, a historic <laughs> hotel. Check it out. They just remodeled. Uh, they had phone booths, like privacy phone booths in yeah. the lobby, like an old school hotel did. And mm-hmm. there were still payphones in it. And I remember the day that the phone company came in and they're like, is the owner available? And he was, he was always on property. I mean, mm-hmm. he was always there, but he never really wanted to talk to anybody. He was kind Fair of a, a recluse, mm-hmm. if you will. And I was like, well, what do you need? And they're like, well, we need $8 a month per phone, or we're going to take these phones out of the phone booth. Like, yeah. Literally, $8 a month is what it would have cost to keep these phones in there. So I was like, all right, I'm going to run up and tell him real quick. Right. So that, go, that might be important. Let's I go, go get this guy. Wrap a tap on. How many payphones were there? Uh, four. Oh, okay. So 32 bucks a month. Okay. Okay. okay carry In on. a hotel with 200 plus rooms. So God. Next, <laughs> next to nothing. Yes. Basically. So I go up and wrap a tap tap on old Jeff's office. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, the phone company's downstairs. Uh, they want $8 per payphone a month or mm-hmm. they're going to take them out. And he goes, get those fuckers out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. Cool. So I walked back sit downstairs and I said, get them out. Yeah. And the guy and left. And you shed a single tear as the they guy, rolled it The out. guy left. He didn't take them, but like they came in a day or two later and those fucking phones were gone. Huh. So I was like, it was just a bunch of privacy booths then? Buy, yeah, then they were privacy cell phone booths for normal people in the hotel <laughs> lobby. It's like, get those fuckers out. I was just like, thank you. Because like, don't cave. 
to big telephone. Wait. I would have I kept just one. Like, I, I personally would just gave $8 a month. Yeah, they had just absolutely. one there for nostalgia's sake. Yeah. What year was this? 2005. Ot5. Okay. Maybe Ot6. Maybe early Ot6. I don't ever remember seeing a payphone in the wild. <laughs> I remember... <laughs> If you are if you are anywhere where there's a payphone, get the fuck out of there. Like, yeah. run. Be wise. I, yeah. I always um, remembered because uh, there were the commercials for this. I would make fun of this commercial all the time because it was it was a great commercial. Now I, I don't remember what company it was for, so you did bad that way. But it was. They got. I'm gonna gotta, tell you before you even tell the story. It was Geico, but go on. I don't think it was because this is a this this is a for collect calls. It wasn't okay. for insurance. Uh, so it was the guy calls and he gets the phone. A uh, collect call from Bob. Uh, we ought a baby eats a boy. Yeah, it's like, uh, no thanks. So he hangs up. He goes, "Who was that, dear? It was, it was Bob. Bob. They, they had, a, had baby. a baby. It's a boy." That's a Geico commercial. Was it Geico? It was one of like the very first. Yeah. God, all right. Well, I, good for them then. Yeah, I, I mean, that's one of the most memorable payphone like anything yeah. commercials. But yeah, that's a Geico commercial because we did I, that I growing that up, up a lot. Oh yeah, because it, it was it was uh, mom. I'm ready to pick me up. Yep. Click. And you that have was a, it. You have a collect call from dad. Pick me up at the mall. Yeah. And, and that was it. And then I was like, all right, cool, let's go get them. Go stand outside the mall and wait. I'm yeah. so young. You are very young. <laughs> that yeah, was, uh, I never did any of these yep. things. That was the, the, the community center hockey rink is where... What I was going to say is I've never seen a payphone in the wild, but every movie growing up had payphones in it. Yeah. And it's kind of weird now to think about that that was a thing and that it's not a thing anymore. And I don't know. Yeah. That no. was the end of that thought. Yeah. It, uh, it's weird. It is weird when you see one, uh, and there's not one at any of the local quick trips who will always see you next time. Um, but I stopped in to get my Powerade today. Mm -hmm. but they're not sponsors. Nobody's sponsoring us. But there was a guy outside begging for money, and mm -hmm. I pretended to be deaf when I walked by him. <laughs> Jesus. How? He's like, excuse me, sir, sir, sir. And he like, was like rolling the window down, sir. And I just like looked at him, and I pointed to my ear and like, <laughs> got into my car Jesus. and turned it on and then my podcast was blaring and he was probably like that's a fucking asshole so usually when I'm when if I'm in public and any man tries to say anything to me I just keep going yeah because yeah. I'm not stopping for a man to speak to me yeah also I'm ever. on the east side of St. Cloud right now and I'm not used to being here so please stop talking to me I'm just gonna point <laughs> to my ears like I'm deaf like nope no, not, no comprende I just keep I don't care I'm not gonna fake being deaf but I will be rude on purpose and I yes. don't care it might be the first time I've ever faked being I like did you feel guilty afterwards or were I you kind of like it wasn't until I made eye contact with him because I was just trying to avoid him but then yeah. I made eye contact with him and saw like oh this dude's talking to me so then I just pointed to my ears and shook my head and then got my car I mean that's fun. also weird like I, I would say maybe not weird but dude was persistent like if, if you ask like hey sir sir if they don't answer you just fucking they don't move talk on. To, yeah. yeah, but there was a girl opening the trunk of the same car that he was in. Like shady shit was happening, and I was mm. not about to be a part of it. I have a no. pod I have a podcast that's ranked eighty six now that I need <gasps> to get to. Are we eighty six? We are. Sweet. No big deal. Moving up in the world. Moving yeah. Up. What were we talking about? Oh yeah. Like Gary uh, <laughs> <Like Harry> Potter. <laughs> has. What does? What did we write down? Did we write down anything? Uh, so I, I wrote. Remember payphones, <laughs> uh, boner commercials. Uh, my favorite line from the movie, obviously my favorite scene is the Alec Baldwin scene at the beginning, but right. my favorite line isn't from that scene. My favorite line is actually from Al Pacino, who says, um, when Sir Jonathan Price is in mm -hmm. and fucking petter ass Kevin Spacey comes out and mm -hmm. says something and then he walks and he says... Never open your mouth until you know what the shot is. Yeah, because mm -hmm. that's something like it's not it's not something that I ever put into my own words in my head. Mm -hmm. But that is me at work, mm -hmm. like because like from my background of like you know dealing in a casino mm -hmm. and like dealing poker and dealing with all those fuckers and like like all, I mean I love poker players. Hi poker players, <laughs> just keep your mouth shut until you know exactly what you need to say mm -hmm. to get the point across yep right and that's how i translate it, it, it into my work anyway <laughs> yeah no, that was one of the top comments um or quotes from this movie actually so like yeah. the cool things that's like number one never so. open your mouth till you know what the shot is all i wrote down was that the colors i liked the colors because 
the red and the blue. Like in the yeah. beginning, it's like red either right in the forefront and blue in the, or vice versa. And I tried to look up like, what's the meaning of this? And I couldn't find anything. <laughs> so then I was like, eh, that's cool. And then um, that I would not thrive in that type of work environment. And then why aren't they leaving? Oh, right. and I also rubbed on the crumb cake yeah and it was he said we were eating crumb cake and al pacino says how was it and he goes it was from the store and he goes fuck her (laughs) that's what it was (laughs) al pacino was great in the movie oh he was phenomenal and the thing is is he was like i I think he was the best because he he was probably only on set for two days but so filming he was in it a lot more than i thought he was going to based off of what you told me especially in the beginning (laughs) of the movie where he's not in like any of them yeah, he's, that's, that's the, he's not in the, the beginning he's yeah. in the bar scenes like he's yeah. in the opening bar scenes he's not in at all after baldwin leaves that night not that night not that night but so then they back. come back yeah. and he's still talking to sir jonathan price in the bar and it's just that and then mm. the next day it's the scene with him and jack lemon yep. and kevin True. Tracy. yeah and that's it yeah. yeah like he's only in like it feels like he's in a lot it, more it of it. Feels because like it he's... because like the scenes he has are powerful. Mm-hmm. They're powerful, yeah. Yeah, and even even the way he talks when he walks in, mm-hmm. and he's like, "How would it is wet out there?" Yeah, <laughs> like or whatever the fuck he says. Like uh, it was shot over thirty nine days. Thirty nine days for this short as hell. Yeah, thirty nine days. Okay, wait. What's the like regular time for a movie uh, months Th- like, Month? i mean it depends it's big, it depends like, I suppose, yeah. big budget films they take i mean fuck avatar took 12 years to make yeah, yeah well, avatar that's not fuck shot out. over I mean, so that's... we'll go back to we'll throw it way back to the mexican what did that take 90 yeah Something it was a little like that, yeah. Yeah. So about three months yeah so yeah. it takes usually about three okay. months to shoot a movie and that then about like, another... that was also pretty short though too that wasn't like long i, I would say like but, just going out there four or five months yeah and 39 days too and every fucking person in this movie has won or been nominated for an academy award yeah, yeah. so i That's mean pretty. they were probably uh, i mean it was probably a lot of egos to work with yeah <laughs> but yeah. they're also still professional like let's just get this shit right the, let's get this done because i've got done. other movies this is to based go off to. of a play we should in theory be able to do this in an hour and 45 minutes right, right. <laughs> uh, most of them uh were either in the play or wanted to be in the play uh there's other things that way uh none of them were like auditioned it was like cast like hey do you want this part read for this part done you're in yeah done. Mm. like that's it so it was they were all on board they were all professional and most of them had a lot of fun they liked each other uh it was two different people i know alec baldwin said this is his favorite movie he was in and there's because another he was person in it for a- yeah. One scene. I'm pretty sure He's, it was J- Jack Lemon too. I think is the one that said it, but I, I, he was really good. Jack, this was Jack Lemon's favorite movie. Uh, like I said, it was one of the ones. I don't know if it was exactly him or not. Because um, there was somebody else that said this is their favorite movie they were in. Alec Baldwin for sure, though. Yeah, I mean, it's by far hands down his most memorable scene in any movie that he's been in. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Because yeah. again, I've seen it before I even saw the movie. Yeah, and also his fucking hair. God, good. Well, I mean, you're so jealous. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, because this <laughs> this came out in '92. Yeah. Malice was '93. Right. So, I so mean, it was the yeah, same time. It, it was. Yeah. It was the same right. hair. He does like, have good hair. Yeah. You forget that because you think of Alec Baldwin now, like yeah. on SNL or in whatever, and he's got gray hair or a Thirty Rock. You 30 know, Rock. Yeah. And then you see him when he's young, and you're like, oh, yeah. forget that yeah. he was good looking. And I with his big head of black hair and me at my age mm-hmm. every time i see alec baldwin i see him in beetlejuice oh, oh yeah like, sure. that, like that's like how i was introduced okay. to alec baldwin and his hair was great in that too and he was dead yeah <laughs> uh so i did i did Money. find it this is why i was a little confused so the it, what it says is so jack lemon said the cast was the greatest acting ensemble he'd ever been a part of oh so that's what he said yeah. about it but it was director james foley's and alec baldwin's favorite film of their own yeah. So the director, this is his favorite movie, and Alec Baldwin's favorite movie that they've been in. Yeah, sure. And I know he's got all this shit going on and all his background stuff, but Kevin Spacey was also very good in this movie. Yeah, I, again, good acting, and he has been a good actor. That doesn't he, mean he's not a giant piece of shit and a horrible human being, yeah. and he should it's, burn forever. It's hard to watch. I know it's hard to like, watch him now after all the shit. Well, well like because usually I don't know. I think it felt good for parts of it. I even said this a lot to her. I'm like, it's nice in the scenes where he's just getting fucking worth his shit on. Oh, yeah. Railing into him. Like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that part felt good, too. But, I mean, he was good because I don't know if you've ever, I mean, had a boss like that. That's just like, oh, I'm just doing what they're to- when I'm told. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing my portion, Jerry. Cor- corporate like, stooge is what I wrote down. Corporate like, stooge. Corporate yeah. stooge. Like, just 
handing it down from Mitch and Murray. Like, don't fucking listen to anything I have to say. <laughs> I'll, I'll, that's going to be a sick edit. Um, <laughs> Maybe I'll clip that out for no, TikTok. No, he, he did a great he did a great job like keeping the pan face like while they're Dead. berating him yeah because every person in the movie just mm-hmm. fucking hates him yep as you should as, as, you, as should. you should because he's the you know like he's the messenger mm-hmm. now i'm talking about the messengers from la la land I'm talking about the messenger like don't shoot the messenger mm-hmm. yes like that. right oh I'm, like i've got these leads and here's the thing we think you're all pieces of shit we're not going to hand you any of these leads just fucking fire them then and like right hire, why hire even some, have them on why here? even have them written in why are you even working here why are they pink yeah so what well those ones were pink the other ones are yeah. blue oh, yeah. so they're really color coded those are cold leads those are the patel leads so, yeah so the the one thing i had written down is kind of the it's it's a fucking trap that's what it's set up to be essentially it's you, here's dead shit we know it's dead shit we know they're fucking terrible leads Go sell anyways. Anybody can sell to them. And then yeah. when you finally do sell to them, no, it's not real. They're deadbeats anyways. They don't even have any money. So fuck you. Right. So it's like, hey, I did this. No, you fucking didn't. Yeah. Okay, well, what do we want to do then? I don't know. Go back out there and sell. Yeah. the same fucking what? Uh, uh, yeah, how... Uh, this movie would have been uh, really, really, really good if instead of burglar... Bur- burglarizing? Thank you. The, <laughs> the office, if someone just murdered Kevin Spacey. Sure. Yeah. Like, that would have been more fun for me. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think it, like, I needed, I needed to see them more out. I needed to see their sales pitches, mm. not just them standing about in it. phone booths, having self dialogue, Yeah, which was not well-timed. Like, Jack Lemons was all right when he was like, t- yeah. calling the doctor and everything. But Ed Harris, like Ed Harris and Alan Arkin were the two that were not great. But I think it's because you could tell they were just being short with them. They're like, I'm not going to fucking talk to you. Like, no, right. no. Oh, but how would you? Well, when is oh, he going to be home? Okay. Oh, fine. I'll call you back in 10 minutes then. Like a dick. Yeah. And he hangs up on him. It's like, you're trying to sell real estate, motherfucker. Like, yeah. but how many- cool your jets, man. Like, maybe they'll call. If you're, maybe they'll buy if you're a little bit more polite. But how many times have you watched somebody try to sell something, and then you go? Because <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what it was. Is oh, you yeah. have Jack Lemmon and Al Pacino on the phone, and it's like, oh, uh, yep, mm-hmm, yep, got it. And then you have the other two that aren't making any sales, and you go, yeah, oh, okay. I, um. Well, and then you, and then when the, uh, you know, when the Nyborgs leave, mm-hmm. and then you've got the salesperson that's like, oh, I don't know what I did wrong there, and I just, you just want to raise your hand and be like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, for starters, yeah. The, Here's everything. The first scene, because you, you come into Jack Lemon and you know he's he's kind of down, he's talking, he's moping, he's, he's doing this kind of sales pitch on the phone, but he's also talking to his daughter or white, whatever, right. all that shit. And then the next scene you see him, he's got the headset with the phone cradle and he's got the <laughs> fucking oh. customer service voice down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just velvety, it's sweet. You're like, who the fuck is this yeah, guy? He, I mean, he did a good job. God was, damn it, you guys are talking me into liking this movie. I really like. Are you surprised that I liked it? I, I'm, yeah, I'm very surprised. I, Chris, you don't know. Like, I didn't tell you this because I didn't want to tell you that I. But we were at work, and he's like, "I watched this movie, and it was fucking terrible." Yeah. And I hated it. And he's like, "I really wish you would have watched that movie so we could talk about how much we hated it." <laughs> I do. Like, you, you, you did tell me that he hated the movie. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, okay, I, for, I didn't think that I did. Yeah. I, maybe what, I need to stop watching him late at night. Maybe have you? Did you like take a sleeping pill as you were watching it? Well. Because here's the thing. So I take a sleeping pill. Every- like how else do you sleep? Right. I take a sleeping pill literally every night to yeah. go fall asleep, or I will not sleep. But I find if I so I usually take them at like nine. So yeah. by ten o'clock they're starting to kick in. So then around you know eleven I'll fall asleep. But when it's like ten o'clock and they've kicked in a little bit, if he tries to speak to me or t- or touch me or so look, angry or Shut look your at me, fucking mouth. Like the rage is insane and when there's something loud on tv i want to murder everybody but otherwise would be totally fine so maybe you should not watch these movies while you're taking a sleeping pill maybe that's why i I don't take the sleeping pill before i start the movie i take it like Like halfway through when i when i know that there's probably about 30 minutes Mm, left so i know like it's not going to kick in like I, I, I'll, I might still remember some of my ramblings, and I'm not talking like I, t- I don't fucking take Ambien or anything like that. Right, like yeah. I used to, 
And Ambien John was like a fucking. He was well. Sometimes he was evil. Sometimes he was my hero. <laughs> sometimes Ambien John would order stuff on Amazon, mm. and packages would show up, and I'd be like, Ooh. Like, Chris- <laughs> like, "What did I? Order? What did Ambien what John did- order me this time?" And then sometimes Ambien John thought his uh, a pile of dirty laundry was his bed. You know, like, or his could like, go either way, or his daughter's crib was the sink. Like, I, who knows? Well, you know, yeah, so it happens. That's why I'm glad I'm not on Ambien anymore. <laughs> I've never taken Ambien. <laughs> I and walked I... in and there's a bowl of kicks in her crib. She wasn't sleeping in her crib. Then it's like she was still bedside, bassinet in her bassinet. But uh, yeah, Ambien John thought <laughs> this. This is where they should this go. Yeah, the crib. That's like, why the fuck? Is there milk? Like, because I went downstairs the next morning. I was like, "Why the fuck is there milk on the couch? Like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> what? Like, and I and I'm investigating in the kitchen. There's nothing. And then I go up to like grab a diaper out of Molly's room, and there's a bowl of kicks just hanging out in her crib. When like Ambien John needs to go away. Yeah, so, my dad so. was on. I'm pretty sure it was Ambien for a while. Yeah. When I lived, when I was in high school, and I remember one night, me and my sister were watching a movie, and it was like one o'clock in the morning. And he comes downstairs and he starts grabbing food. And he's literally just like piling it. <laughs> Scooby-Doo he, hoarding. Yeah, yeah. kind of. And he's talking to me and Kelly and he's telling a story. And he's talking and he's laughing and he's going on this huge long story. And we're just both staring at him and he's going on and on and on and on. And he grabs all his food and he shuffles on upstairs. And I looked at Kelly and I said, did you understand one word that came out of his <laughs> mouth? And she's like, nope. Nope. And we'd wake up in the morning, there'd be a trail of food from, like, his bedroom down the stairs, along into the kitchen. So, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. I'm really hoping Ambien picks this up now. That would be uh, pretty wild. Yeah. Ambien and Amazon could go side and side by side and yeah. like, work together. Uh-huh. All right. Throw kicks in there, too. Why not? <clears throat> so you guys called out your favorite quotes, and I can't believe nobody touched on this one. So I want to say my favorite quote. Okay, go ahead. I don't know if it's actually my favorite quote, but it took me so fucking off guard. Okay. Al Pacino... Did you ever take a dump that made you feel like you just slept for, slept for 12 hours? <laughs> what the fuck? And where did that come from? You said, you said what the fuck, when we were watching it, yeah. and you said that? Like, and I was la- I'm like, what? Well, because in your mind, you're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you take one that just makes you feel better about your day. Yeah. We're yeah, just but, like, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yes, we all have. But. Don't you fucking know? <laughs> I was going to say But it didn't make any sense in the context, and it was yeah. just out of fucking Didn't field. he just walk in and say that? Or was he talking to somebody else? I think else? he just walked into I feel the like room he rolled and said into the it. office. It's not like he walked that. out of the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Like he walked in the office, that's the first thing he said. You I should remember, greet somebody like that at work. Yeah, yeah, I will. Go. I mean, don't dare just make, me. Make sure I'm there. <laughs> I dare people at work. Like it's May right now. I'll dare somebody at work. But like, hey, your next customer that walks in, wish them a happy New Year. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See how they react. Yep. Because it's like, are you guys having a sale? It's yeah. Like, God damn it. Because it's like people walk in, and you're like, hey, random weather comment. Like done. I'm just right. uh, gonna duck behind a counter and avoid you for the rest of the fucking day. Anyway. <laughs> Reminds me of the Ron White, the comedian. Yeah, like he he opened one of his shows once. T- where he tater says, salad. Have you, yeah, he's like, have you ever taken a shit so big it made your pants fit better? Yeah, <laughs> I'm the, hoping to have one of those later. Yep, that was a good one. The <laughs> yeah. other one that I always think of is uh, from uh, Friday. I think it's Friday or next Friday. He gets out of the bathroom. He goes, Ah, I feel five pounds lighter. <laughs> Gross. That one. must be the second one. I think it's the second one. When he's in the yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one was like, don't nobody go in the bathroom for thirty five, forty five minutes. minutes. Chris will come back. Do we, Chris? Have you dropped uh, all your titties? I on have us? not. So I, oh, I'm yeah, gonna drop I'm, some tits. I'm gonna go with uh, all the titties here. Can so, I say one more thing, real quick? Absolutely. Because you were talking about bathroom. people taking, taking shits. shits. Yeah. yeah. Is he'll pause the show and get up and go to the bathroom and like 20 minutes later come back and and I'll need to like brush my teeth, get ready for bed, and then I, my my question is always, is the bathroom safe? <laughs> <laughs> is it safe to go in there? And then he'll say, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it a while. <laughs> I sprayed, but also I'd, I'd wait a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Is it safe? God. Uh, we do podcasts about movies here on Y'all Real Good. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's it's fine because I was about to like say like somebody some somebody at work did one uh, like last week where it's like uh, you know like if we walk in tomorrow and there's just water all over the floor. It's oh my god! Somebody like shit something corrosive that's eating through all of our pipes. Gross. It, it, yeah, it wasn't me. Who was it? 
I have no idea. Oh, okay. I think it was a custy. Oh, probably. Yeah, like, because it was up front. Like, well, I'll go to the... Anyway. The secret bathroom. I go to the They went to beat ups, had the blazing challenge, then went over to yours to the bathroom. Yeah, we are in a bad location <laughs> for stores. So, like, for people, like... Because nobody wants to use the bathroom at either of the restaurants near our stores Mm-mm. because those get destroyed on yeah. the reg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they come use ours. They come and use ours. Anyway. Nice. Hey, back to the movie. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> get some titties. It, in the movie, the they, they call the crime a robbery. Right. Uh, but it, it it's not a robbery. It's a burglary. Both in the movie and in the play, they call it a robbery. Uh, so I was curious because that was one of the things i worked at so all right well so what what's the difference what constitutes what so a burglary Mm -hmm. is defined as the unlawful entry into almost any structure with the intent to commit a crime and while you're inside right okay Uh, whereas a robbery is a violent theft of property or money yeah oh so so there'd have to be another person there for like a violence right if it was violence or you know they had to like forcefully take it gotcha um so yeah that, that was that was just the first one that was the first titty. That first was the titty. first titty. Okay, what's the second titty? Uh, so I like this one too. So we talked about fuck and shit and all this. So basically, <laughs> Jesus, be, be, because of all it was. So the word fuck and its derivatives is uttered 138 times in this movie. Okay, good for them. The word shit and its derivatives is uttered 50 times. So during the production, the actors referred to the movie as the death of a fucking salesman. <laughs> yeah, little, yeah. Nick, little nickname they gave it. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, the starring the, Chris Klein. Yeah, the word lead or leads is mm-hmm. eighty three times. These Jeez. fucking leads. Look at that. Yeah, that's, that's two right there. <laughs> I know. I really never. The, I wish they wouldn't have used lead so much in this movie. It was a every, lot. Every time I hear leads, I think of the Big Lebowski. So it just so uh, throws me. You guys got any lead? Yeah, we got <laughs> three detectives working on this. Got us working in shifts. Leads. Leads. <laughs> Uh, I've never seen that movie all the way through. Yeah, we gotta watch that one. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, one day. Uh, so Jack Lemmon's character, mm-hmm. uh, Shelley Levine, uh, was actually the inspiration for the Simpsons character, Killed Gunderson. Oh, oh, okay. Kill's gotta right. get a sale. Yes. Ooh, that was a fat titty. I, yeah. I like that one. That was no, my favorite. That one was too. very perky titty. Oh, Gil. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go from that one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a sandwich. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a good, a good titty, titty sandwich? sandwich. Yep. Titty. All right. Oh. So this, this one's a little bit longer, but this is kind of what I wanted to get into for the the, the Mammoth thing. So playwright David mm-hmm. Mammoth uh, wrote the screenplay. Um, he uses the same style of precision dialogue he uses in his plays. It's also known as Mammoth speak. Like he has his own like playwright thing written after him. Like it's okay. fucking named after him. Where the characters speak in quick rapid fire succession, frequently cutting each other off, fitting each other's sentences, repeating themselves whilst the other speaks, blah, 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 back and forth, all this kind of stuff. Uh, most notably... Every word the character speaks or doesn't speak is actually scripted in every one of his scripts and screenplays. Uh, so the stammers, the pauses, the repeated words, the half utterances, everything is all written hmm. down. So it's uh, um, uh, uh, all that. Love stuff. it. Coen uh, Brothers do that too. Ad libbing or improvised dialogue is never permitted. He doesn't Jesus. Do Good. I mean, yeah. Right. It shouldn't yeah. be. It's, it, mo- most of our other movies that we've watched or whatever, most of the best moments have been the ad libs or yeah. improvised stuff. So it's. it's Unless it's, it's, it's Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, because those guys get way too much artistic freedom. I know I'm yeah. probably going to yeah, hurt a lot of feelings, but those guys. Well, the thing is, is like. Sometimes it's gold, sometimes it's shit, and they usually they leave the shit. They should rein it in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. In. Rain yeah. in. Rain it in. Like, yeah. let him go you for a while. You guys are funny, but John C. Riley, we need to hand more of your stuff to Danny McBride. Yes. Oh, that would be amazing. Um, so that was that was the, the kind of that in-depth one. That was, that was yeah. That, that was that was the that was, that was the sandwich of the titty. So the other good fun titty that I liked. Okay. Uh, I, I so that two was... fun titties and the, then the kind of boring, monotonous, nobody gives a shit thing. Go ahead. The last one I liked. <laughs> of uh, <you> did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in uh, 2009, it actually gained uh, more popularity and became more of a cult classic, at least in the punk community, because Fat Mike of NoFX included the famous "The Leads Are Weak" line at the beginning <laughs> of the song. We called it America off their album in 2009. Coaster. I love huh. NoFX. I love NoFX. I've yeah. never heard of them. Yeah, yeah, probably not. But you've heard songs, maybe. Played by yeah, you, probably. Okay, yeah. yeah. I've yes. owned three. I mean, at least three. I've had all of my CDs stolen from me twice in my life. So now I currently own zero no effects CDs. But like, yeah, yeah. You I've, did own them. I've I've owned a lot. I think I've only owned two. But Punk, again, I had the same thing. Punk and Drublick was my favorite one. Yes. Should we probably do some? Uh, yeah. Reboot goofing. Mm-hmm. Some reboot. Reboot goofing. So this okay, one's I have, a little harder, at least for me. I have a really good reboot, so I'll go last. 
Oh, you're going okay. last. All right. Now, was like, that a hard one for you? Do you want to go first? or just, do you I'll, wanna... I'll go first because I'm sure everybody else's is better than mine. it was your movie? It was my movie. And again, I liked the movies. And I okay. thought it was very well cast and whatever else. So I went slightly different, slightly newer. But it also has ties into Wolf of Wall Street because it just... Has that made, vibe. It made, yeah, has the yeah. vibe. It made more sense. Yeah. So for uh, Al Pacino's character, Roma, uh, I did Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Uh, for Levine... Uh, you know, the machine Levine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonah Hill. Oh, sure. Old man Levine. Old man Levine. Well, <laughs> right. Again, so it's not, it's not the age thing, but it's, okay. it's you know, he's got the Style. skills. He's got the, yeah. His, we'll just make his daughter a child. Yeah, yeah. well, I, say, I, I feel it could be his well, wife or his yeah, spouse sure. or I mean, whatever. Yeah. Jonah, yeah, Jonah Hill could have a daughter in the hospital if it happens. This is very true. <laughs> yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. Uh, for Moss, so Ed Harris's character, I did Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, he's in mine too. Yeah. Um, and then for Aaron L., uh, Al Ar- Alan Arkin, Alan Arkin. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's in mine, too. Jesus Christ. Uh, and then, <laughs> you guys must live together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Williamson, uh, Kevin Spacey, was Adam Driver. All right. He's not in mine. Okay. Are you done? Yeah. That I feel you, like that would you, be a good movie. What about movie? Baldwin? Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't do Baldwin. You're just I, keeping I, him I, as Baldwin? I, yeah, obviously. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, That'd be good. I'm not changing that. I'm really Sorry, proud of yeah, I'm, I'm caught. I'm really <laughs> proud of my Baldwin, but okay, I'm gonna go I'm gonna finish with him. Uh, me too. All right. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So for Al Pacino, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut after. For the, for you, you're not gonna say you're gonna close with him. <laughs> I'm, oh fuck! <laughs> Come on, man. shit, Jesus! Put the coffee down. All right. So Ricky Roma, Al Pacino's character, mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper. Mm. Yep. He was almost on mine. Jack Lemon, and I thought we were all gonna have. For Shelly Levine, I thought we were all going to have Robert De Niro. Oh, next. No. He's, he's, he's old. really old. Jack Lemmon's old as fuck in this movie. Uh, he's not 70 he's not, or yeah, 80. He's not 80. Robert De Niro's like 78, t- about to turn 79. Do you know he just had a baby? Yeah, I, that popped up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. He oh, has, no. He has sexual intercourse, <laughs> probably with the curtains closed, like Good. a normal human being. And the lights off. <laughs> Good right. for him. For Dave Moss, Ed Harris's role, mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal. Love Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, uh, we're giving Alan Arkin's role to fuck. Where was I? Because I was just talking shit about him. But John C. Riley, but <laughs> <Yeah>. he do- <laughs> he does good dramatic. He does roles good off. dramatic yeah. roles. Yeah. He does. He does good dramatic roles. And there's something about his hair that screams mm. salesman, stressed salesman. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Uh, for Kevin Spacey, uh, give it to Michael Shannon. Oh he's, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. Got, he's just he got the stoic, stoic, smug face. Fuck you! Yeah. You're mm-hmm. not getting the leads. And then for Alec Baldwin, the role of Blake was his name in the movie. It was hmm. Brian Cranston. Ooh, Brian Cranston is on mine too. Holy, <laughs> he's not Alec Baldwin, but he's on my list. All right, so we like have 25 episodes deep. Like we're we're, like, we're, 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 we're on this. Yeah, our we're like girls' we're, yeah, we're all sinking. <laughs> so I have for um, Jack Lemon. Yep. Yeah. Shelly the Shelley, Shelley, Yeah. I have him as Brian Cranston. Okay. Because there yeah, was something I in the beginning that. where he was like on the payphone that just made me think. Like, I could see Brian Cranston doing yeah, this. And a lot of Breaking Bad, he's on the phone, like, probably. making up lies. <laughs> that's probably what probably. it is. I, I mean, that's probably in the middle where he's mopey as shit, but yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, for Al Pacino, I have Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Yep. So, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Spacey, I have Tom Hiddleston. Okay. Because I feel like he could play, okay, yeah. like, a creepy, like, icky guy. Smarmy. Um, Ed Harris, I have Jamie Foxx. Okay. Okay. And I wrote, because I didn't know his name, so I wrote Little Miss Sunshine Guy. Alan Arkin. <laughs> Alan Arkin. One, yeah. He won an Academy Award for that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. I have uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay, so we have the uh, same yeah. person for that and one. And then right. for Alec Baldwin, yeah, I picked probably the best actor of all time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> long pause. Hold on. David, Har- <laughs> David Harbour? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dane Cook. <sighs> Good choice. She's doing this. Good choice. <laughs> to get a reaction out of me. It was actually um, a suggestion from Jay Loops. Uh, fucking Jay Loops. <laughs> that arm shaven son of a gun. He's not listening. <laughs> I told him I was going to do this, so I said, 
He's like, I really want you to put <laughs> Dane Cook in there. He's like, John really hates Dane Cook. And I was like, I can do that. <laughs> I was I like, used, don't you worry. Here's the thing. I used to really like Dane Cook. I feel I like a most lot of people, people did. did. Yeah. 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 Like, I, 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 I burned two CDs from him. Yeah. Harmful if swallowed and whatever Where else. The other one yeah, whatever the other. Yeah. I mean, I used to really like him. But uh, like, st- like steals a lot of his material, and I'm not a big fan of when people do that. He's also married or engaged to a woman who's like nineteen. Nineteen, and that's and there's a really which that's fine. That's like she's, fine. She's an adult, sure. But there's a whole thing like if you go on the deep dive of him like knowing her when she was underage and him having parties with girls that oh, are underage, okay, and yeah. there's like photos and. Yeah. It's really creepy and gross, so, so like he, he can fuck off. He's also kind of just an icky guy, but also he's not. He's a one-trick pony, and he keeps trying to do the same trick yeah. for the last twenty Let's years. Let's play who's in my mouth. <laughs> it's like, fuck dude, you're you, forty. Dan. Get out yeah. of here. No. Hey. <laughs> he's well, like, okay, you don't go around saying like who's in my mouth. He's, people, though. he's like forty-six. <laughs> <laughs> he played the waffler in Mystery Man. He's old. He did. Um... <laughs> That's a great fucking movie Dane too. Cook. God so, yeah. damn it, Jason told you to say that just to get me uh, riled up for fuck Mary Kill. Did you? Did, did I? Uh, what do they call it? Present that well? Yeah. Did you like the way I? Yeah. Okay. Well, I could tell you had something stewing. Know, it, was, yeah. it was a curveball. Was All right. Cool. Who wants to go first in the old FMK for the I will, DEB? Mine is pretty obvious, and I feel like yours two, your two are going to be more fun because there's like no women in this movie. Yeah. Finally. Uh, <laughs> I thought of that while we were doing it, and then I also I also thought of the other. I I, I have I have a, I have a secret titty. Yeah. Oh, secret okay. titties. So I picked. You, like, what? No, go. No, like, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, what are you giggling at? No, I was just picturing like a secret titty. Chris, Chris is fuck being like jerking off to the picture of Jack Lemon's daughter. <laughs> But Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, that's like the only woman in the like, like maybe the bartender at the beginning, but she's not in mind. Go ahead, please. I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> okay, so I'm. <laughs> that's what you get for Dane Cook. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, for uh, F, I picked Alec Baldwin, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Although I should have picked him for Mary, but I picked Al Pacino for Mary. Okay. Because then I don't have to F him. Yeah. But I can have his money. Yes. Yes. And then I picked uh, kill is Kevin Spacey, obviously. Obviously. Like, is there any other option than Kevin Spacey to kill? Yeah. Uh, Character wise, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you want to go? You want me to go? Uh, You go. I want to know know what woman you chose. Uh, I'm fucking Alec Baldwin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. His big head of hair. Aggressive. Like, get (laughs) a grip of hair. Yeah. Yeah. I will go, like, (laughs) mouth on his fucking full chest hair unnecessarily <laughs> cover his genitals, genitals with my genitalia? with my knee you'll you'll, you'll be <laughs> like, shaking the chandelier yeah, we'll be shaking, like three and a half plus hours just aggression <laughs> uh who are you I, marrying i don't know if we're gonna allow this but i'm gonna marry mitch and murray both of them yeah Okay. Well, they're they're one character. We never meet them. This is very true. Mitch, I'm marrying Mitch and Murray because <laughs> if, if they're the you, ones that have all the money. Fair enough. If you couldn't marry them, who would you choose? If I couldn't marry them, would I would you go Al Pacino. No, actually, I would probably uh, I would probably marry Alan Arkin. Really? Yeah. Why? Because uh, he's got the conscience and he won't do it. Oh, like, yeah. like sure. he's he's probably got the most morals out of anybody in the entire movie. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who are you killing? But I'm. I still want to marry Mitch and Murray because I have the money, fine. and I'm killing K- Shelly the Machine Levine. What? Why? Because he's a fucking bitch. Well, yeah, but you don't have to kill him. You're gonna keep Just, Kevin Spacey alive. Or like, what's his name? Uh, Doesn't well, matter. Williamson. Williamson. Yeah. John Williamson. Yeah. Yeah. I'm killing Shelly Levine. I mean, it, 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 it will him out of his misery yeah, i like guess he's, and just, like he's, he's not just, gonna go to prison he's just <laughs> miserable and but who's gonna take care of his daughter well he t- here's not the, him still i guess right. like, <laughs> here's the thing go ahead if you care that much about your daughter in the hospital go get a better go job to the goddamn hospital oh yeah because there's if that you, too. <laughs> if you have a job that would rather have you doing sits at 10 p.m trying to pitch yeah. real estate yeah and your daughter's in the hospital Get out, dude. Go to the it's fucking hospital. It's time to retire. It's time to die. And here, let me put you out of your misery. I'm killing you. <laughs> Fair enough. Guess okay. So. Who are you laughing? For my F. Mm-hmm. The secret titty. Uh-huh. The only girl who appears on screen uh-huh. is labeled as coat check girl. Coat check girl. Coat check girl. At the girl. beginning. Yep. When Al Pacino's like, 
it's some weather out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take your coat. Yes. Uh, actress name is uh, Lori Tan Chin. She's okay. actually been in other things. So right. can, so mm, Lori Tan Chin. Uh, marrying Al Pacino. Yeah. 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 It was that or Alec Baldwin, but also he just seemed kind of angry. So, well, yeah, he has the money. He's and like a, he's he's, and he's, a he's fucking yeah. yeah. He's yeah. Alec Baldwin, but like yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, killing Kevin Spacey, obviously. Yeah, Fuck okay. that guy. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So so that was that was a secret titty. Uh, I do have a a, a backup uh, because you mentioned the Alan Arkin thing. I don't disagree with you for that one um, because. To play this character, Alan Arkin wasn't going to be a part of this movie because he didn't like the character. Right. He approached it as uh, he is a school teacher that got like let go or whatever. So he's uh, down I'm going to pick up a sales job. Right. Where, so yeah. he, he has no idea what he's doing. He's new to his mm. stuff. So he's, he's trying some, something out. So yeah. he's not used to it. So that's why he's bad at it. So he's mad and whatever else. So that's sure. the reason. Yeah. So he's a okay. school teacher before okay. this. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Oh. I think what? I might have one review. Do you have one review? I think I got and then one. We can rate it and then, Did you uh, review this? Because uh, you said you were going to review it. I gave it two stars. Oh no, I meant sorry. I Google an actual review. Oh no, I didn't go on Google oh, and review okay. it. No, because I don't like. I'm I'm sure if I talk shit about this movie on Google, then people will tear me apart. I, I give it two stars for the YouTube and all of our listeners around the world. We're in Canada, Ontario, and Quebec. Quebec. Fucking good fishing in Quebec. I'd go fishing in Quebec. Yes, yeah. it's a thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have one review and one review only for this movie. Okay. Someone gave it five stars. Okay. Sure. And they said there is quite a bit of, shall we say, profanity. Yeah. We have uh, 132 times. <laughs> and that's their entire review. Oh, that's, that's it? it? That's it. That's the whole thing. Five oh, stars. Sick. I love to swear. <laughs> right? Like, I was like, okay, yeah. what's the point of that? <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. I was like, do I got to click on it? And there's more. And nope, nothing. Yeah. Just that. This uh, so what do you what do you I, I I just said I gave it two stars. Oh, I'd give it two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. <laughs> hey, I told you I hated it. You told me you liked it. And no, I said it was, I said it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be because you were building it up like it was one of the worst fucking movies of all time. Oh, so my the I must bar, have been in a bad mood. You were in a really bad. I, the, I must not have been on the board that day. The, the bar was in the dirt, yeah. and so when I watched, it, I was like, oh. That's okay. Yeah. But like it wasn't bad, but I don't need to see it again. Okay. Uh, two Chris? and a half. How about that? Two and a half. Two All and a right. half. Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not, right. not not quite a four, because again, like if you watch it every, you know, five to ten years, it's a good movie. And again, the acting is incredible. If you want to see these actors at their prime or some of their highlights, watch this movie. Yeah. Ed Harris Al Pacino going back and forth, uh everybody yelling at fucking Kevin Spacey. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. It's good. ABC, always be closing. Always be closing. Yeah. A I D A. Yeah. I forgot uh, what that fucking, one was. Uh, attention. Uh, Do I have your attention? Interest. Are you interested? Uh, decision. decision. Have you then... made your decision for Christ? Yes. And action. Uh. Yeah. I mean, that speech alone is worth watching the movie. Worth the movie. It's yeah. worth two Watch stars. the whole movie. You don't need to turn it off after eight minutes. Watch the whole movie. See what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. This is one of those magical episodes where we're recording two in a row because mm -hmm. I'm going to be in sunny Albuquerque next week. Yeah. Where the air smells like warm root beer. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't wait for your trip to be over so I don't ever you have don't to hear this that again. song again in my life. And I yes. come back and my uh, my back is shaved because anybody on the street will gladly do that for a nickel. It's from a Weird Al song. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm taking Alec Baldwin again, uh -huh. again from this movie. Yet again. Yep. Yet again. We're going to jump forward about seven years, though, and we're going to be watching the movie... Outside Providence. Outside Providence. Outside Providence. You've which talked is, about this numerous times on this episode or this show. Yeah, I mean, I, it's a, it's, Have a, you? it's I think, um, yeah, I've probably brought it up at a least few twice. Times. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, it, uh, and that's uh, two, two is a number. Yeah, uh, it's, New, it's one that I, it's, it's one that's near and dear. I, I like, I always like it. It's, it's one of the, it's a, it's a Fairly Brothers movie, which we'll talk about next week. <laughs> next week next week we may or may not be we, all wearing the we exact may or same may outfits. not i might turn my hat around just for the illusion oh i'm changing my shirt are you all really right. yes, yes, gonna go change his shirt. it's really but far it's away. gonna be the same day so get ready yeah uh you have a week you can stream it uh just about anywhere youtube you can rent it i recommend just go on and buy it because you'll probably like it a lot i hope if you don't you can email us at yarealgood at gmail.com mm-hmm you can uh, follow us on Facebook, uh -huh. Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, YouTube, you, 
Yes. YouTube. Follow our channel. Subscribe. Right there. Give it the thumbs up. Gently press the thumbs up button. The like button. Gently press it. Gently. Mm-hmm. If you like which, if you like our logo, you can go onto redbubble.com and search Ya Real Good Pod. You can protect your phone and mm-hmm. protect pro- your lid and promote our cause. <laughs> Buy us batteries. <laughs> Buy us batteries. Please. All right, that was it. That was Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Next week we'll be doing Outside Providence. Yep. That was, yeah, real good. This was, yeah, real good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Real good. Yeah. Bye. (laughs) Bye.